Woof. Woof. Stag in the middle with you. Got myself all worked up. That's okay. Thank you. Okay. What are you confused about? I don't know. You said Blue Yeti and I didn't know where (laughs) this was going. I'm just shouting Blue Yeti. Welcome to No You, the podcast. The podcast. Uh, No, the um, documentary. The documentary. I wish you could see us. We're a hot mess right now. Um, My cat's meowing. Your cat. Our cat's meowing. The cat. My babe. Your babe. Okay. We did get the cat together, so. Did you refer to him as our cat? You sweet angel. Well, I said my cat first. And then Then I corrected myself. Yep. Um, Okay. Oh, this week on No You, the podcast. Um. We're going to be talking about, like, lore surrounding, like, relationships. So some of those, like, not tangible things, but I guess, like, mostly we were focusing on, like, Harry Potter houses and compatibility and, like, zodiac signs and compatibility. So if that is not your thing, like, mystical, magical things are not your thing, this might not be yo episode. Possibly not. But keep listening because it's going to be fun. Please keep listening. It's going to be fun. Yeah, because I guess we're thinking, like, uh, when... So we're both we're both cancers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like how like compatible the uh, the astrologists Tiger say say we are. Yeah, you just said we were doing that. Yeah, but we're <laughs> now they know we're cancers. Oh, sorry, everyone. It's okay. Um, I guess we'll start with our two week pup date. Yeah. Um, pup date. I got a tattoo. Woohoo! Tattoo. Yeah, it's pretty. Cute. Tell them all about it and um, your uh, trials and tribulations in working up to it. What were my trials and tribulations? Oh, just emotions. Oh, definitely. I was, I had a couple stress dreams about it. I was like, oh God, I was afraid that it was going to like, first of all, it's amazing. It looks so good. It's really beautiful. It's just like simple line work. It's gorgeous. I love it. I'm looking at it fondly now. Um, What do you think about it, Ethan? Do you like it? I really like it. Yeah? Yeah. 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 I I do. I think I, I like it better that it's just black. Yeah. Like just black lines. Um, I'm too pale for color. I never wanted. I don't know if that's true, but I never wanted it to be like in. It's yeah. a leaf. It's like a, it's an elm leaf, and it, I just like never wanted it to be in color anyway. I just like that it's like very. It's just very pretty. I like it a lot. Um, I finished school. Also, I'm just rolling in the accomplishments. So many successes. Finished school. That's exciting. Oh, I did it. I'm sorry. You lost. Um, you lost. Well, I happened to find one. I'll let you talk now. I don't, I don't know. know. You go ahead. Um, yeah, so you finished school, got your tattoo. Both of those really awesome. Congrats. Thanks so much. Um, we have in here, we went hiking at a local state park. Yeah. And to our dismay and surprising, surprisals, whatever, um, <laughs> we had to pay $3, not per car. Which it usually is. Per person. They had to have changed their policy. No, but that's on weekends. I looked it up. So it's on weekends. So for the state park weekends... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they do um, per person. And then during the week, it's just per car. Okay. Because, yeah, we did go back even more recently. Yeah. And, and then it was, we, yeah. It was, wasn't it two? Yeah, it was, was weird. It, three? it was huh. two. No one knows their pricing policy. I don't know. No they keep knows. changing their damn minds. Um, but what was even worse was the main attraction was closed. Like yeah. Could, they, they closed the road down, the route to get to the Cascades, the waterfalls. Yeah. Um, and then I think this was a few weekends ago, but we went to, uh, Virginia to a civil war battlefield. 
Um, yeah. So after I, I hyped up, that. after I hyped up Antietam so much, we went to Manassas. Yeah. Manassas. Manassas. Virginia. Manassas. Um, Classic. Yeah, and we have here. We saw a lot of sweet puppers. Did I write that or did you write? I think that? you wrote that. That doesn't seem like my language. No, it doesn't. Um, and car snacks. We had a lot of car snacks. Well, car snacks. Ooh, for you. let's like snacks that we ate in the car. That was like a very. If you said that too fast, it could have sounded like something else. Snacks that we eat in the car. No, car snacks. Car snacks? <laughs> car snacks. Kind of sounds like car sex. That's not what I meant. No, no. <laughs> that didn't happen. No. Um, gross. Damn it. I'm no. sorry. This is gross. Um, <laughs> anyway, snacks that we had in the car. car yeah, snacks. of which I don't remember. I don't remember. Gummy I've got worms. myself all, probably definitely some gummies or something. Definitely some gummies. got myself all worked up. That's okay. Thank you. Um... Yeah, that's it. That's all we've done. No. What? Started watching The Keepers. Oh, yeah. Besides, we've finished it, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, I have to. Yeah. Um, um, but just... it's a new Netflix documentary, newish, mm-hmm. came out a few weeks ago, I think. Um, but it's about just some scandals within the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. And, um, if you're into, like, uh, Making a Murder or HBO's The Jinx, um, basically true crime documentary type mm-hmm. of stuff, you'll, I think you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I recommend it. Um, yeah. So I guess that's our little two-week pup date. Um, and then I think last episode was the first time we kind of introduced, like, having a quote in our in our podcast. So this week, to kind of surround and, like, enhance our topic, we have, love is the closest thing we have to magic. How do you feel about that sentence? What are, you, what are your thoughts and emotions? Um, I enjoy that sentence. Yeah. Because um, I do agree with it. Love is the closest thing we have to magic. And I mean, to me, when I see magic, I see it as, and I'm talking about like magic, magic, like like sorcery, that kind of thing. Oh, I was like sleight of hand, card tricks. No, because like the, I was going to say like, a rabbit out of like my head. sorcery magic, it's almost unexplainable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's at least very difficult to explain if that's even possible. Whereas like sleight of hand type stuff, like yeah. there's an explanation behind that. Yeah. Um, it's trickery. Trickery deceivery yes Poe. do you um, agree but i was gonna say that love is is very similar to that it, it can be very unexplainable yeah and maybe sometimes people don't know where their feelings of love are coming from or like how those feelings are coming about almost like magic yeah. and it comes from within that's beautiful thanks i just thought of it um yeah that kind of covers my bases as far as how i feel about love and magic i think that like it is very true sometimes like within the unexplainable like moments in our lives you find yourself uh you know experiencing something that's unexpected i don't know that wasn't very helpful um but i think so so yeah um i just clapped again i'm sorry in the beginning of the before we started so hardcore before we started recording he was like um it was like, I'm going to challenge you to not clap your hands, slap your leg, like do any of the stuff you normally do because it messes with my mic and it's hard to edit out. And I was like, no. It is hard to edit out. You? Yeah. I don't um, have that expertise yet. So, yeah. So I think um, we're going to start off by talking about my fave, um, Harry Potter. So, Ethan, if you want to talk about your Harry Potter house. Okay. Yes. That is all. Yes. Just yes. No. Um, yes. No. So... As opposed to you, I'm not like super into Harry Potter. I'm very like, into Harry Potter. Like I like Harry Potter. Yeah, I'm rereading the um, series. I'm excited. I'm not like a, I'm not just a huge fan person that knows everything about Harry Potter. Fan like, person, like your family is. 
Um, at least you and your sister. Yeah. Seem to know everything there is to know about Harry Potter. Um, but a while ago, I took um, the house quiz. House I think test. as per my, like, I was telling you about Pottermore, which I, as soon as I found like yeah. that Pottermore was even going to be a thing, I was committed. I was like, yes, yes, yes. And so if you're not familiar with Pottermore, um, J.K. Rowling basically created a website with lots of extra content surrounding the Harry Potter series. So you can take these really beautifully designed quizzes and um, find out your your house, your Patronus, your wand, um, your Ilvermorning house, which is like the American version of Hogwarts. Um, and there's lots of content that she releases too. And it's like backstories on characters and it's amazing and it's fulfilling and great. Um, and I was telling Ethan about like some of the stuff on there and then he ended up taking like the quiz and all of that too um i am sorted and like this is where because i i find that people's like where they self-sorted themselves and then where pottermore sorted sorted themselves can be different and there can be like disparity in between the two where i sorted myself as i read the books and also that um like pottermore sorted me were the same i was sorted into gryffindor i've always seen myself as a gryffindor um that's kind of that um, hi, sweet boy. Sorry, our little, our little me hopped up. <laughs> little me, you. Um, little me, and Ethan. So, I mean, I guess I just, I, I kind of just threw myself into Gryffindor because I had that thing that, I mean, probably a lot of people do is like, oh, Gryffindor's the good guys, mm-hmm. Slytherin's the bad guys. Yeah. Um, but I, I took the test and I got sorted and at least it's my favorite color, but I am Slytherin. Yeah. The, Which I think makes sense because... The green gaboos. Um, I guess to like dive in, we looked up a couple, I guess like characteristics about each house. Um, and the big thing about uh, about like Harry Potter and like the thing, like cunning, ambitious, determined, that's all kind of falls under that um, Slytherin narrative. And I don't think that those are necessarily bad traits. I think that no. like if ascribed to... The, I, to the wrong people if just like there can be bad people in Gryffindor like you can have not great people anywhere in life right. you know um which I think if we're gonna do like a movie analysis yeah. or whatever I think because those, those things do apply to me yeah. um and I mean Ron even says like there's not a witch or wizard that yeah bad that, yeah you know so yeah. like well I was just gonna say that um in the movies I mean Slytherins they kind of get a bad rap because really all you see is Draco yeah and Crab and Goyle which, there's some normal ass people yeah so I don't know, but yeah. So um, some of those traits, it's like I did one for Slytherin and I did one for Gryffindor. So it says Slytherin. They are. You want to read them? Yeah, um, Slytherin. Those of great ambition, and they are. <laughs> you guessed it. Ambitious, driven, focused on goals, determined, prepared, subtle, perfectionistic, adaptable, realistic, big on cost benefit analysis. Self-reliant, but you so are charming. You laughed at it. Bold and assertive, but you ruthless are. and able. Shut it. Able to separate their idea of themselves from what they do. <laughs> able to use their intelligence as a tool to achieve their goals. That's a lot of descriptors. And it is, but I think it's very okay. Go ahead and whatever. And then it says they are not. I am big on cost benefit. You are big on cost benefit. Every restaurant I go to, I analyze if it's a good business model or not. I mean, we were just out to dinner, and there was the option to. um by uh to you could get fries with your burger it was an additional three dollars or you could get a big thing of fries for six dollars and he goes no no it makes more sense to get fries with your burger because then we can get two dipping sauces and we don't have to pay the extra and i was like you're right you're right <laughs> you're right you're right um anyway 
Um, oh, and so then it it, uh, it says it, they are it reads not. On, they are not, and then in parentheses necessarily <laughs> disloyal. However, their loyalty is highly selective, or disregarding of the opinions of others. In fact, Slytherins love positive attention and thrive on praise. Think that's true. Do you thrive on praise? Maybe hmm. I don't know. I give you a lot of praise for no reason. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a good or bad. I don't know if I thrive on praise. I do more so love positive attention. Mm. But yeah, thrive on praise. I'm not, I don't know. It's not like I you mean, need I like it. praise, yeah. but yeah, like, I don't need it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But then it says, remember. Um, oh, yeah. Remember, Slytherins are not gratuitously mean. In fact, is that right? Gratu- gratuitously. Yeah. Gratuitously. Yeah. Gratuitously mean. In fact, they treat people with respect because they care about the impression they give, which I do agree with that. Yeah. I don't like bad impressions. Uh, the one, the major thing I don't agree with Slytherin is I hate snakes. Snakes are my yeah. worst, most, fear, most feared animal. Yeah. Slithery snakes. Slithery little snakes. Um, and then for Gryffindor, it just says the brave at heart. And it says they are experience-oriented, honest, practical, blunt, passionate, playful, funny, prone to living in the moment and not taking themselves seriously, trusting, idealistic, stubborn, and loath to back down, prone to procrastination, and wary of manipulators and liars. Think that's accurate? I do. As far as myself? I do. Yeah. Are there um, any that, like, jump out at you? Uh, definitely experience oriented. Yeah, that's the big thing um, for me. Honest. I'm pretty sure you can tell a lie to save your life. <laughs> I'm so bad at lying. Passionate is actually probably more so than experience oriented. Yeah. Trusting. That's true. I'm Prone not... to procrastination, something fierce. Let me yes. tell you. Isn't it all like for Oof. everyone? Um, the stubborn part. I'm, I don't think so. I think, in some ways, yes, and in others, n- yeah, no. I think that when I have a thought in my mind that I am convinced myself that is correct, it is hard for That's me fair. to to not to see, I guess, another perspective. And like one thing that happens in this relationship is you get me to see a lot of perspectives and like not a lot of people have been able to do that. And I think that's fascinating. Um, Squad goals. (laughs) Squad goals. Um, And then it says they are not necessarily irresponsible. Kind of am. (laughs) Uh, Not, I mean, it just depends. Uh, Gryffindors display a strong tendency to own their mistakes, which I do agree that I do. If I've done something I'm usually the first to be like, yeah, I've messed up. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm the worst person. Uh, and then it says, remember, Gryffindors tend to have strong moral center and are unafraid to act on their morals or seize opportunities and make changes. Um, and I think it's true. Yeah. You definitely do have a strong moral center. Thank you. I think. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, like, I feel like you, uh, you, you worry about little things like if you're, like, doing someone wrong or something that is like true. You, you tend to worry about that and I like do. like oh did i upset that person or like yeah, did I, that's a real fear that, that kind I of thing pretty constant um and then we found a couple things um i just kind of pulled a couple sources and then there was a couple things on just like interhouse relationships um and so for the slytherin um like gryffindor juxtaposition it says that this is the like alpha types which i don't know if i agree with i'm definitely not an alpha type i don't know an alpha and you can disagree if you feel like i am i don't necessarily love to be like at the head of the pack you're you look like you don't believe me <laughs> no i'm just i don't believe like i'm not an alpha that's yeah. why i'm making this face yeah i don't know it's interesting um whereas like a slytherin slytherin relationship is the masterminds and then a gryffindor gryffindor is the ride or die 
<laughs> right or die. Right or die. <laughs> it's like Fast and Furious. It Harry is. Potter edition. I don't know. I I want like if you had to come up with your own definition of like what you think that like the Slytherin, Slytherin Gryffindor, or just like even us, what do you think it is? Um, In my I would mind, say courageous and um, e- exploration based. Okay. I would say like a little bit like not expected, but works well together. Yeah. Like unexpected, but really great when they get together in my mind. Yeah. Which I also think, because what if, because I mean, you're, you're the extrovert in this relationship. No. I'm the introvert. Absolutely. You're right. It's, it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the thing is, I feel like the ideal Slytherin or like that, this is describing the alpha types. The mm-hmm. ideal Slytherin here is more of an extroverted Slytherin, right. of and which then I could see, yeah, two alpha types. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, that relationship would be more rare, mm-hmm. and because it's kind of like two dominating powers trying to come together trying and to, possibly butt yeah. heads. But since I'm more of that introverted Slytherin, yeah, I'm the I'm the snake that doesn't come out of the burrow hole. Yeah. Know? Well, in my mind, I, from what I know about Gryffindors, I think that while I'm sure they do exist, that like introverted like Gryffindors are a little bit few and far in between. Sure. Um, and I think that's exemplified throughout like the characters that we meet in the book and also just like the real life. I take Harry Potter very seriously and like when I get to know someone I ask them what Harry Potter house they are and I'll be like, Oh that makes so much sense. Like Hi, I totally nice to get meet it. You. What house are you? Um no, it's not quite that um that sudden, but like I I do, and so like and the the Gryffindors that I've met in real life as well because they do exist, um, have also been very very like extroverted and have that same kind of like daring, fearless kind of kind of personality. But I, funnily enough, connect with a lot of Slytherins. Like one of my like best friends who I like work with, also she's a Slytherin. Like I connect in my personal life with a lot of Slytherins, which is funny to me. Um, just in general, so yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You probably don't ask what? people what they Harry Potter. House I don't. Are. Yeah. You no. should start. It makes for some yeah. interesting conversation. I usually ask, "What's your favorite archaeological time period?" Yeah. <laughs> no. Mine is post-colonialism. Is that a thing? Post-colonialism. I don't know. Is that a thing? <laughs> wow. I just made it, it is up. Now. <laughs> well, when is colonialism? We can say it's post-colonialism. Sure. I don't know. Um, I just made it up. Mm-hmm. Imagine that's the time after and also this is settlers. Not- oh, yeah. So. This is also not to discredit other um, Harry Potter houses um, because we just aren't dating any uh, Hufflepuffs or Ravenclaws, but I have many people in my life that I love and adore that are both of those houses. So. Hello, Hufflepuffs and Ravenclaws. If you'd like to date us, please submit formal applications to at know you podcast one, one at, at gmail.com. Ha, ha, ha. You think we're kidding? We're not. Well, the dating we part. Might, we might be. We're joking about that, but like, definitely talk to us about your Harry Potter house and just like if you believe in lore and that kind of stuff. And then I looked on for like a couple other things. Like, I found a really cool chart that has all of the crests of the houses, which are beautiful. Um, and it says it's kind of like a almost like a love triangle kind of thing, but it tells you like what those relationships are in general so it says like a relationship between a Gryffindor and a Ravenclaw is a relationship based on honor Ravenclaw and Slytherin relationship based on intellect Slytherin and Hufflepuff which just like makes my sweetheart melt because little Hufflepuffs are like the most genuine one of my one of my sweet sweet dear friends is a Hufflepuff and they're just like the most genuine people and they're amazing and just like a like a little Slytherin and a Hufflepuff getting together is anyway relationship based on loyalty and then um which 
which I think it's really funny because that totally like if you're just going off the crests, um, yeah, that totally makes sense because it's a snake and what a badger. Yeah. Yeah, because don't don't doesn't one eat the other? I think so. And so yeah, based on loyalty. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. That's kind of funny how um, it works out. And then um, the Gryffindor and uh, Hufflepuff is a relationship based on amusement. And then it crosses in the middle. And it says, relationships are rare between uh, Slytherin and Gryffindor. So, hashtag rare. Rare AF. And then it crosses for um, Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw and says, relationships are rare here. But not impossible. And I also think that, like, not... Yes. Our relationship is the diamond in the rough. If you will. In the Harry Potter world. In the Harry Potter world. Um, but it makes lots of sense. And I think that, like, it's just, I don't know. I think we, regardless of our Harry Potter house, work well together. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So I guess, I mean, that's all I have to, I, that's not all I have to say about Harry Potter. I just don't want to, like, bore the pants off of anyone because I could talk about Harry Potter and houses and just, like. This is actually where we shift the podcast topic to solely to Harry, solely a Harry Potter, Potter I want to give a cup. Okay, though. Can I give some shout outs yeah. to some really good Harry Potter podcasts? There's one called Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. Um, Vanessa and freaking. It, oh, it's so good. It is so, so good. And basically they treat. Um, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Vanessa and Casper. I didn't even say his name. I just said Vanessa. Um, Vanessa and Casper. They basically go through and they analyze um, Harry Potter as though it were a sacred text. And so um, it they just like pick a focus each week and then they delve into it and it's amazing. And then there's another one called Witch Please and I like really both of them. They're very good. Oh, I've fun. never heard of that one. It's very good. So yeah, I think now we can move on to the Zodiacs. And so I think similar similarly to the harry potter houses uh we were just going to do our our signs which spoilies there gets the crap um and they're the same yeah we have the same one and basically just go in if we identify with with that sign and then how how well they go together mm-hmm. and um, i guess like how people say it should go together yeah um, I, I don't think i've ever dated a cancer before i don't, I don't think, think i have either so I've never really had um, this situation come up. No. Have you had this conversation with barrel? your other partners, not, though? No. Okay. Because that was my real question. I was like, did you really have this conversation no. with you? <laughs> In a past life, I did podcasts with my other No, no, no. I just mean, like, yeah. did, you, did it ever come up? No. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, why else are you? Like, yeah. Or not house. But what sign are yeah. you? Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just pop culture yeah, type of thing. Um, but no, never gone in depth of, like... Oh, we we matched like this, or this is what it says. Yeah, this is what it supposedly says. Um, So I guess um, I pinned a. I went on Pinterest. I pinned a couple things. So it says cancers. What they look for in a relationship is sensitivity, romance, and a future together. Um, Do you find that to be true? Do you think that that's accurate? Do you look for romance, sensitivity, and a future together? I'm sorry. Can you read that again? Oh my god. (laughs) I literally read it Well, twice. I'm trying to find it on Pinterest. I'll do it Which again. One is it? It's here, V. Oh. Uh, but it says what the signs look for in a relationship. So, uh, what the signs look for in a relationship. And so it gives you like all of them basically, but we're just going to read the one for Cancer. And it says sensitivity, romance, and a future together. So this is saying that I, as a Cancer, would look, look for, for these this qualities in a relationship. In a partner. In a partner. Yeah. Um, romance, yes. Future together, yes sensitivity not so much what do you how are you defining um, the word sensitivity and i don't know <laughs> i guess um i mean i guess sensitive to me and my feelings more so, like i would I would use the word understanding 
not yeah. sensitivity. Okay. Sensitivity, I see it as like um, if I say something and then they're sensitive about it. Like, oh. Or like overly, like I'm not looking for that. Right. No, I when I'm yeah. reading sensitivity, I'm not reading it as that. I'm yeah. reading it as like sensitive and like in tune to your partner's. Right. So like understanding. Understanding. I guess, That's I, how yeah. I'm reading sensitivity okay. because I don't think it means like. Aaron, you need to stop eating cheesecake. Yeah, I don't think that <laughs> yeah. like that. I don't. That's not what I'm thinking. I when I see it, I, I see it as like a in tune right. with your partner. Yeah, or like a empathy. And I empathy. Kind of yes, it's a good word. Damn. Um. So yeah, so I agree with that. I think that like all of those things are what I am in it to win it for or whatever. Sure. Um. I feel like this is just like a bunch of us just like reading shit posts on the internet, which is fine. But like, I feel like what that's, else is the internet used for? It's true. Um. So it says cancer and relationships. You require someone who is warm, open, and demonstrative. I demonstrative. Demonstrative. I, I always say demonstrative, but I think it's demonstrative. Whatever. You shower your partner with love and affection, and Gross. you feel, and you feel that since you give so much of yourself to the relationship, you have the right to expect the same devotion in return. With the wrong one, your high expectations can be a burden to that partner, but with the right one, returning the affection will be easy. And I have found that in some of my past relationships, yeah. that my high expectations can definitely, like, definitely do some stuff. Um, and then it just says, but with the right one, returning affection will be easy, which I'm also finding is, like, to be very true in this relationship that we have in front of us, next to us, around us, as our being. <laughs> All around us. With the right one, you are quietly assertive without strongly fearing of losing your partner, which I also find to be very true. Like, I am, like, I am not afraid to speak my mind for fear of, like, oh, God, if I say this, maybe, he, like, and I've had that sometimes in other relationships. I do not have that here. And this is in a relationship. You are loving, expressive, romantic, and attentive. What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I uh, I don't really. So with the wrong one, your high expectations can be a burden to that partner. Um, I just feel like I don't really have high expectations. Yeah. Um, not to say that I don't like have expectations, or, like that yeah. I don't care or something. It's just it's not in my nature to um have high expectations or like uh pedestal those expectations or put a a person on that that stool with me it's you know not even the high expectations but it's like the amount of love that i have and like the amount of love that i give that's what i can find to Mm -hmm. be like burdening on other humans but like for whatever reason it's not burdening on you i don't yeah um and that's i don't i guess i don't know what they mean by quietly assertive yeah i don't know um quietly assertive so without strongly fearing or of losing your partner um and so you said you're not afraid to like speak your mind uh, in fear of like hurting me or like making me run or something um i I mean i totally agree with that and that like i feel like i can say anything to you Mm -hmm. you know and um and just the way both of our uh both of, both of our minds and lives are oriented. I feel like not much of what I get, what I'm gonna, what I would say is gonna be like offensive or like yeah. out of line with yeah. your um, beliefs, your beliefs, morals, Creeds. ethics, whatever. Yeah. Creeds, Assassin's <laughs> Creed. <laughs> <laughs> and then in a relationship, you're loving, expressive, romantic, and attentive. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree with those two. Because uh, yeah. I mean, I consider myself a romantic. Yeah, um, I think you are. I don't know if I expressive like yeah, I express it. I don't know if I 
express it a whole lot but you know i would say not as much as like the ways not i'm a little over i'm a little extra mm-hmm. i'm a little extra and so i think that it's <laughs> a little extra yeah and i mean you even said before you're like you love so much and it's not in a bad way you, you just you are the scum between my, my toes, toes. I hate your stinking guts. Oh, I don't know why I got an accent. <coughs> um, yeah, but no, I mean, you've said that to me before that like you love so much. And I think that's very true. And I think that like that can be like frightening and also can like put a lot of like burden on people. I think that's what I was getting to with like the expectations. Mm-hmm, right. But like that hasn't like screwed you. Yeah. You're not screwed. Because I'm the right one. Something like that. That's what they say. Um, yeah. And then all of our compatibilities line up. Uh, and it says, Cancer and Cancer, two halves of a romantic whole. They will stand together against the world. So that's, I guess, like in theory of two Cancers. Um, checked up. That's weird to say, but like got checked together. Um, uh, once we again, we're not <laughs> moving in together. Stop bringing this upon yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, we uh, we unite our claws and, <laughs> and create a defensible sea barrier. I do think that like there's parts of us. And I'm, okay, for the on the real like i'm such a this kind of person where like i really know nothing about like zodiac signs and like i know about mine and i, know I can, absolutely nothing. and i've like read about them um but like i'll be at work and i'll be like we'll be talking and someone will be like oh yeah like she's a sagittarius i'll be like oh total sagittarius <laughs> move oh like classic classic sagittarius. and like i try to like i'm just the worst or i'll be like oh classic cancer getting emotional and also the girl is talking about who is a slytherin she's also a cancer so like we like go back we like forth, go back yeah. and forth together and we're like oh, emotional babes like classic oh, cancer sagittarius. Oh, saturn must have been been in line um we are we are those people and that's amazing um but yeah, I think that like part of us, like we, I think we are two halves of a little weird, weird hole. That's the word I almost said. But like two halves of a yeah, a, we're a we're two hole. crab people. Yeah, you know, sitting on a beach, walking on the beach. It's okay playing Tony's wearing sandals. Copyright SpongeBob. You used me for land development. That's very nice. Um. Yeah, which one do you want to hit next? But I think, well, no, I just think, like, to finish the closing statement on that, like, I think that when I'm encountering a problem or vice versa, like, we do come together to, like, solve it and figure it out. And when I'm having some kind of extra emotion about something, like, we carve a chunk of time and we talk about it and, like, we stand and we fix it and we figure yeah, it out. We literally face each other yeah, and talk it out. Literally face each other. Um, there's cancer compatibility if you'd like to read about that. I was looking at this cheat sheet. Oh, yeah? What's our cheat sheet? This is a nice little graphic. Ooh. We are a water sign, which is nice. And I'm I'm definitely a water baby. I love being around water, being near water. Same. Yeah, my favorite Pokemon are water. Ugh. Like Vaporeon. Yeah? Squirtle. Squirtle. Yeah. Squirtle. I, always, I usually try and go water. Goldeen. 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 And since cancers are... Uh, Self-protective, sensitive, and are thought to avoid change because they're on the defensive side. However, their inner worlds are rather quirky and complex. Um, weird. We are definitely a moon and water sign. Um, classic. I don't know what any of these other things are, so I'm skipping over them. Apparently, we have a color. Silver is our metal. Stone, stone is our opal. Opal stone. Oh, I like stone. our birthstone. No. no, no, no. Because it, it's not a month thing, so... Um, like oh, you're right. You're yeah, born in June. Are, I'm born yeah. in July. Yeah, June's, it's it's like a. What are June? Is that then opal? 
Oh, I don't know. I'm Ruby. I have no idea. Like, this is how much I pay attention to astrology. And... Yeah. Well, my birth, my birth yeah, is yeah, Ruby. Yeah. I don't know what June's is. Well, we're V compatible according to this. We have four stars, which is the highest. It says four super hearts. hot. Super hot. Two exclamation marks. Wow. Whereas we're not compatible with Aries. No, we're not. Libra, uh, nor and Gemini and Sagittarius. And it's hit or miss with Aquarius, Leo, yeah. Gemini. And then Taurus is harmonious. Capricorn, harmonious. Virgo, harmonious. And then we're super compatible with other cancers up top. That was Ooh. really delayed. I hate you for that. I was reading these panels. I'm sorry. Really delayed up top for being super hot. Um, and then super compatible with Scorpios and Pisces. Whatever those are. If you're out there. Hit us up. And want to date. An email address. We're going to create a group. Basically just like talk to us. Yeah. I'm just wondering like out there in the world like if we could do some sort of survey or study that shows what signs are dating what other oh, signs. Oh, that'd be and... fascinating. I don't know. And actually, like, like a bunch of cancers are dating Aries. <laughs> yeah, and they don't and, even know that they're they live, not compatible. And they live happy, yeah, happy lives. They don't even know. I don't know. I'm sure that, like, this is, you know, it's not, I mean, it's not the Bible. You know, it's not, well, it's not. Well, I mean, I've always, I've always just looked at it the as, end like, all be all. these are just very broad. They are, know, and that that's the thing is, I think, to, why it's so like, easy to connect yeah, yeah. to them. It's the same, like, when you go to a fortune teller and they're exactly, like, yeah. oh, like, Here's some very broad, <laughs> vague things, and you're like, oh, "That's be, so me." Something will make you happy later this month. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was a fortune teller in my past. Life. Were you? Because I was really good. That was a good Thanks. fortune teller voice. Thank you so much. I used to um, have a crystal ball and everything. Yeah. Um. What else is in our little thing? I don't know. I feel like. Um. But yeah, so we went over our Harry Potter houses uh-huh. and our zodiac signs and um how how compatible because we were two. Two different houses and how compatible those could be. Yeah. And, I mean, like, know. how seemingly compatible. Mm-hmm. I guess we wrote, like, I wrote a little note on our... Because we've been start excuse me, to plan things, um, which is nice. Um, but I guess, do you believe in, like, inherent compatibility based on, like, arbitrary sorting methods? Like, based on what time of the month you were born, based on, you know, Harry Potter? Like, do you believe in that kind of... Do you think it's, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy? No. Yeah? Like, I don't think that's real. Yeah um i don't I mean, think i'm predisposed to like like certain kind like not kind but certain like people because of their yeah, you know like I zodiac like, or... i don't like cancers because they're cancers yeah you know? um it's it just reminds it reminds me of that uh the thing in how i met your mother when ted tries or he gets um he gets into that computer program that matches him up yeah 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 um it's it reminds me of that but like with that those are those are qual like actual qualities of the person well i mean in theory this is also actual qualities like yeah yeah but it's just like those are qualities you're assigning yourself but am i like no like the computer program not, not oh not the okay sense. okay no like i don't know who came up with these yeah but you know it's just like those because like these these are like already prescribed uh-huh. to me the zodiacs but like that that computer program or whatever it was called, I don't know, yeah. data. I mean, it's the same thing on like um, you can like those are the signs that you're choosing to look for in another person. In another person, yeah. yeah. And I think that you can kind of engineer mm-hmm. what you think you're looking for in a partner. Yeah. But I don't, you know, I didn't know that I needed some of the stuff that like you brought to the table until like I met you and started dating you. You know, like it's not like I set out to find someone who had. Mm-hmm. 
the things that you know you had it just right. kind of like worked out that it works out nicely like really well or whatever thanks for being compatible no problem yeah be compatible with you any day of the week you hear that <laughs> um yeah so listeners um we're uh, we're curious to know well a if you're into harry potter yeah, tell us all about what, that. What, uh, sort yourself. What are your houses? Sort yourself. Or go to Pottermore. Sort yourself. 2017. Because, so just... um, yeah, like you said earlier, they have two sorting things now, right? They yeah. have the main houses. Well, the um, Hogwarts houses. Yeah. Yeah, the Hogwarts houses and then, um, it was the, that, um, the North American houses. Yeah. Um, so yeah, tell us, tell Although us what I your house I don't have strong kinship with my, I took it once. I'm, I'm, is it Pugwudgie? I think that's what you I think were, that's yeah. what it is. I just feel like I grew up reading the yeah. Harry Potter books where they went to Hogwarts and in Ilvermorny, like, I don't have any, like, emotional ties mm-hmm. to it because I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it almost feels like it was just kind of, like, sprung. Yeah, sprung it was like an afterfact. And, I mean, obviously there's always been a, sorry, we're getting into Harry Potter things, so we don't have to talk about this, but there's obviously always been a North American, like, right version i just i didn't grow up reading it so i don't care about it yeah so tell us what you think about um the qualities of harry potter house or the hogwarts houses and um tell us what yours is and let us know thanks for leaving like reviews yeah we love reviews and dang like nice sweet messages it's so kind and it like i text ethan excitedly all the time and i'm like we got another review and it just like makes me so happy so many reviews so many now we have three we're working our way that's more than we had a month yeah we used to have zero um but yeah thank you very much we really appreciate it poe you want to talk to (laughs) my sweet being podcast poe no, he's probably sleeping. <laughs> Bye, guys. I'm just sad. Hope you find your dad. I love talking to inanimate people that I don't know. This microphone. Email us at knowyoupodcast1 at gmail.com. And you can rate us in the iTunes app. Yeah. Up to five stars. I'd make it six if I could, but, but I, I can't. can't. Why is it five? I don't know. That's an arbitrary star number. It is an arbitrary star number. Why not six? Why not seven? Why not ten? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Boop. <laughs> Second time in a row. Asking the real question. Goodbye. I'm sorry. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening.